Hello and welcome to another edition of The Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. I hope you're good, I hope you're well. And this week on The Rodcast, as we go out into the autumn months, we're going to be looking at a fish in our species section that everybody loves to hate, or just hate. It's the pouting, the humble, boring, bait-nicking pouting. Yeah, everybody hates them. When we catch them, we throw them back in anger. They do nick bait off of your hook. But when there's nothing else around, pouting can be quite an interesting fish and they are quite a sweet fish and they're becoming quite trendy to eat well that's a matter of taste some people eat them some people don't i don't think they're very nice and in our tackle on test feature this week we're all going to light up the skies because i am looking at some reflective tape sounds simple well not really it's quite a technical thing last week i spoke about tip lights this week i'm going to be talking about putting reflective tape on the end of your rods so you can see those bites in those winter nights. So welcome along, one and all, to this week's Rodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well now, time to talk tactics. Time to talk tackle. On this week's Rodcast, it's dark, it's cold, it's winter. The best thing we want to do when we're fishing out at night is see the top of our rods. And last week, I spoke about those wonderful tip lights, which I really do like using. But there's lots of other ways to see the top of your rods. A lot of rods come standard with fluorescent colours on top of them, of course. Some yellow, greens, oranges, but they're not always the best straight out of the factory sometimes especially if you're like me and i really am half blind i like to see exactly what's going on at the top of my rod and also it's a little bit comforting in the night time when you're fishing to see that rod tip glowing away gives you a kind of sense of security in a way don't know why a bit strange but i do love some reflective tape even when i've got tip lights on sometimes i use reflective tape as well now it's a bit of a minefield with reflective tape because there's loads and loads on the market really mental the amount of tape you can get different colors different styles glow tape there's all sorts of stuff so i'm going to concentrate on one of them because they've been going now and they've been really working to develop their tape and that is a company called mighty bright it was established in about 2004 and ever since then they've been doing vinyls not just for fishing rods but for tackle boxes cycling helmets everything like that but they do major 
on sea fishing on fishing basically for reflective tape and it's a good thing because they cut them into fine strips so you don't have to worry about scissors and stanley knives and all that sort of stuff the mighty bright kits come in several colors and they're really nice actually you can get these strips in yellows oranges greens there's even a reflective black which is quite weird when you think about a black tape but it does reflect very well it's called the black eclipse tape which glows uh, but the yellows and the greens and quite honestly you think green doesn't really glow that well but the mighty bright tapes really do glow nicely now i got hold of a few of these because the the rod i brought recently funnily enough which prompted me to look at these i brought a diwa rod recently and when i first fished with it it was really nice and it had some nice tip glowing tape on in a sort of spiral effect a sort of cross between yellow and whites and it really did light up well but as i was casting through a damp night i started to see bits of what looked like hair flying about off the top of my rod and i thought oh my god is that my line or what but on closer inspection the tape in the damp started to come away and that's not a good thing and as i was going through the night slowly my reflective tape on my daiwa beach caster was sort of disappearing into the ether and when i got home i looked at it basically it was nearly all gone and i was back down to the rather faint fluorescent color of the rod that became a standard out of the factory so where did it go why did it come off i don't know so it prompted me to have a little look at mighty bright rod tip tape and as i say they look good they've been developing their stuff now for a number of years the great thing about this tape is once you've selected your color it comes to you in packets already pre-cut so as i say no stanley knives to worry about apart from when you cut it off no scissors or anything nasty and the glue on these really does look good when i got hold of it i was surprised to see how thin and narrow these strips are they you open the packet and what you find is these four individual strips of colored tape which is plenty to do a rod tip in fact it's more than enough one packet of this gives you plenty enough because with rod tips and reflective tape you really only want to go from the top eye down to the second eye maybe a little bit underneath that you don't really want reflective tape all the way down your rod well maybe you do but you don't often try to do that and it comes in 12 inch strips which are great so straight out of the packet you open it up and they've rounded the corners they've rounded the ends of this tape which is good so you can easily pick it off with your nail and then peel it back and you're ready to stick it on your rod and it's very easy to apply as well i tend to go from the top eye down and i do the tape right around the rod once so you go right around the rod tip so it comes back and joins itself and give that a push then you pull it down at a slight angle and then you just literally turn your rod section slowly in the same direction and that develops a kind of spiral action and i got the hang of this quite quickly just turning it every half a turn just getting it nice keeping the tape nice and tight as well and it goes on really nicely you're gonna go wonky sometimes that's just human nature but if you take your time and do it gently you end up with a nice spiral effect and with my case it doesn't really matter if you miss a little bit and you've got a bit of your black rod showing through it doesn't really matter too much because the reflection of that tape is going to cover those little gaps anyway once you shine a torch on that which i'll get onto a bit later but just continue to turn it and turn it in a spiral until you hit your next eye down and then what i then do is straighten your tape up and then just go around once more and that's really all there is to it quite a simple thing so when i looked at my diwa rod falling apart and the tape was coming off it i thought oh my god i've got to redo that but having got this mighty bright tape it's very easy to actually replace it and it's not that expensive either 
around about four quid buys you a pack of reflected tape. I quite like the idea of mixing two colours as well. So you could have a yellow and an orange, which always works well, or a yellow and a white, and just space it out more and then put your coloured tape in between so you get a kind of stripey effect in the same way just by spiralling round making a bigger spiral and then going over the other gap with the other spiral a bit more complicated to do but quite good fun if you've got nothing else to do on a cold winter's night sitting indoors now talking of cold it's adhesive tape and it's vinyl so really really make sure you don't do this in the cold because the glue will adhere much much better in the warm temperatures so do it indoors i tend to bung them in front of a radiator after i've done them that way you know the glue's going to adhere and go off and that's never coming off a lot of people make the mistake of trying to do this when they get up the beach and that's never going to work because it's going to be cold, it's going to be damp. Some people try and do it in their car before they go. It's a waste of time and you're wasting your money. So do it at home. Um, if you live in a particularly cold place, it's always good to run a hairdryer over it as well after you put it on. What I tended to do in the cold um, is to hairdry the rod first, get that nice and warm and then put it on and then hair dry over. Bit of a palaver. But if you do it in a nice warm house, then you haven't got that problem. Now, as far as it lighting up, this is where it gets a little bit techy, a little bit scientific, because reflective tape is what it is. It does what it says on the tin, if you like. It reflects light. Now, a lot of people get hold of this stuff and they put it on their rods and they expect straight away that it's going to light up the sky. And when it doesn't, they get all upset and say, oh, it's horrible. And it doesn't actually work. So if you're hoping that this is going to light up when you put it in your rod rest and you've got a, a tilly lamp on or another source of light down by your rod rest or where your beach buddy is or whatever, a little distance away from the reflective tape, it's not going to light up and you'll be thinking, oh, that's not much cop, it doesn't light up. You know, if you get a moonlit night, you think, oh, it's not lighting up. Have I wasted my money? Not at all. You will soon see it light up if you use a headlight or a torch and what the reflective tape does is it's reflective so it reflects light back to the source of the light if you mean if you can imagine a loop with a torch on it and it goes round the loop and back at you that's when it really does glow and you can tell this once you put it on if you turn all your lights off in your house and then get a torch out and just shine it over the reflective tape it will light up like Blackpool it really does light up well it's just a case of getting the light accurately placed onto that reflective tape so it reflects back to your eyes that's all it is so don't get disheartened if you stick it on your rod rest and you go oh, it's not working oh what a load of rubbish that was I'm going to complain I want money back it's all a case of adjusting your rod just like you would do in a fishing night trip anyway adjusting your rod so you can either see your light with your torch or with your headlamp and especially with this reflective tape you just need to get your headlight aimed at the top of your rods and it's easy because if you've got a headlight on you just nod your head up and down you'll soon see that light up if you're sitting down by your tackle box looking down at the shingle or the sand and glimpsing up at your rod every now and again you're not going to see it so i tend to use this when i'm looking at it all the time just keeping an eye just move your head up and down and then you will get that reflection and it really does light up well you can see them along the beach sometimes lighting up quite nicely as the person using them catches them and it catches in your light it's a bit like when you go past a police car or an ambulance in the dark and your headlights catch it it's exactly the same principle so when you've got your mighty bright tape on just adjust your light position and that will light up like a Christmas tree and it is really bright and in fact you probably could get away without using a tip light it's just that I personally and it is personal choices 
prefer to use a tip light. So there they are, it's the Mighty Bright company, it's Mighty Bright Rod Tip Tape. Now there's lots of this on the market, as I say, Mighty Bright, there's Denit, there's Gemini, there's lots of these cheaper brands on there, but around about four quid will get you a decent one. What I like about the Mighty Bright is that they've gone into some development with this, they've rounded the ends nicely, it's nicely packaged, and it's really nicely priced as well. Along with that, they do a self-adhesive glowing measure so if you've got a tackle box you can put that on there and in the dark you can shine your light onto that measure and that gives you a good indication of what size fish you're called very handy if you're bassing or you've got fish that you're not sure whether you can take home or not and you want to measure the size um, i personally got one stuck to my tackle box and i shine a torch on that but it's difficult to see get a reflective tape one it makes life a little bit easier in those dark winter nights so that is your mighty bright rod tip tape give it a go have an experiment with it make some bright colors and light up those rod tips glow up is what i say they are really good and that is your tackle on test for this week And welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order? Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. Well, this will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything to A2Z, it's the number two, A2Z of men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2Z of men. So join us each Wednesday as we create the A to Z of men. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A 
Okay, well, it's that species time of day on the Rodcast this week. Now, what have you been fishing for, huh? All your life, have you been fishing for your codlin and your bass and your flatties and everything else? Ever thought about the humble pouting? No, I hear you cry. Who the hell wants to catch a pouting? Well, pout up, guys. Pucker up. Because we're standing up for the humble pouting this week on the Rodcast. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, everybody hates it. Yes, it's had terrible PR over the years, the poor thing. But it is quite an interesting fish, really. These are all around the UK. And the good thing about pouting is if you've ever been fishing, whether you're a youngster and olden or been fishing years, you would have encountered the pouting. And they're quite a frustrating fish because mainly when you're fishing for decent fish, uh, codlin, etc., bass, etc., and you end up getting a bite and you reel it in and it's a blooming pouting, it is a bit annoying. But I've actually personally caught a really nice pouting and that was off of Folkestone. And uh, I was quite surprised at the size of it. It was getting on for two and a half pounds. And to me, I've never seen a pouting that big. Huge thing. I thought for a minute, you know, I was going to add a bass on or something. When I reeled it in, and got it in to discover it was a pouting was kind of a double whammy really a double-edged sword because when i was disappointed it was a pouting on the other hand i was quite in awe the fact of this quite fat big-eyed golden colored fish with a big barbel under its chin and a big black eye they are a funny looking fish but they are very very interesting because they are quite a sweet tasting fish as well and over the last few years they've begun to appear in supermarkets etc as a poor cod they are a member of the cod family uh, so they are related to the cod but really they don't taste like cod i mean i've eaten the bigger pouting i've caught and you have to really fillet them well in order to get some good meat off of these fish but the meat on the fish is actually quite quite a sweet tasting meat but they are an awful thing to catch (laughs) in the main but don't knock them because on a night where there's nothing else going on and you're getting quite chunky pouting who's going to moan i quite like a pouting now the scientific name for this is trisopterus luscus now it's also called the pouting obviously it's short for pout uh, anglers tend to call them pouting or pout other anglers call them bib even bleg or the scotch haddock is another one and that comes from the fact that it does look a bit like a haddock although it's fatter in the middle it's almost like a diamond shape and the fin on the side of this has got a big black circle which goes into the fin and it sort of matches its black eye so they're not really an attractive fish they've also tend to have a little bit of a black uh, line right on their dorsal fin as well so you can see the difference between a pouting certainly in a whiting and certainly in a pollock or a cod you can tell the difference straight away they go up to two foot and over five pound in weight uk shore caught though typical average is about eight ounces and that is because most pouting we catch off of the beaches are small maximum up to a pound that's because the ones who live in the shallow water only really hang around in the summer and then they get as fat as they can in the autumn and then in the colder months they tend to disappear out into the deeper waters where they get picked up by trawlers and they're quite often used as a bait fish and they quite often go into cat food etc etc they are found all over the uk especially in the south and southwest of the british isles and they tend to be in their numbers there they're not counted as an endangered species Uh, they grow very quickly they breed very quickly so there's lots of this fish which means in a way they are as we say these days sustainable so 
they are a sustainable fish. They feed on everything, so that no wonder we catch them because they just don't care what they eat. You know, uh, they take ragworm, lugworm, bits of fish, uh, crab, peeler crab. The most frustrating thing about pouting is when you spend quite a bit of time baiting up your uh, 2 hook for a nice codling with peeler crab and you put your elastic on, etc, etc, and you're hoping to get a nice big cod or even a bass. When you get a knock and you pull in this greedy pouting who somehow got him got himself onto a little bit disappointing and can ruin your bait presentation so that's why we don't like them as anglers although personally i really don't mind them i've had many a days and nights fishing on the beach catching a few pouting quite good fun put them back they're quite a pretty fish to look at i quite i think so anyway but when there's nothing else around you know if you're getting a few knocks and reeling in a few pouting hell it's all good fun they're quite small they've got a rounded body they've got three dorsal fins the first one of which is high and triangular in shape the prominent barb comes right down from their chin quite often when you first get them in the twilight where they think oh i've got a cod because it's got a barb on its chin no you haven't you've got a pouting and it's got a small black spot at the start of its pectoral fin its color is it varies a little bit depending on where you catch these things but um usually it's a, a brownish orangey copper color which i think is quite an attractive color its uh, underbelly is pale goes into white and sometimes a bit silvery and the bars or thick stripe can sometimes be found running down the flanks of its species a little bit a little bit like a wrasse would have but you, you don't see them that well unless you hold them up to the light uh, especially once you've caught them when they get out of the water they tend to fade out as i say it's a member of the cod family uh, but it's poorly regarded really by us anglers at the sea um, we catch them in boats we catch them off the beach throw them straight back and we do tend to think they're a bit of a pest but as i say they're quite good fun and especially on lighter gear if there's not a lot else around and you happen to have quite a light rod with you it's good fun put a little four ounce weight on and maybe a two hook flapper rig a little bit of squid a little bit of lug and rag and you will catch up some pelting which is quite nice and as i say at the moment being autumn and um, they really are just about to leave our shores hooray i hear you cry uh there's a good time to catch them like the whiting in that respect quite chunky at the moment and they're quite tubby so um if you can get them at this particular time of year it's quite good but they will start to die off in numbers uh really the pouting can grow to decent sizes they've caught records off of the boats around about five pound eight ounces which is a lunker of a pouting um but the biggest specimens tend to move into deeper water out of range of us fishermen especially out of range of our beach casting means uh, so the ones we catch tend to be quite small there is a court there is a shore caught record though off the beach the record of a pouting caught off the beach this isn't, this isn't even off of a pier like i caught my two pounder off of the pier at folkestone this is actually um off of the beach and it was five pounds um so you know that's not a bad outing to have and uh, i did find that the one i caught in particular i mean i caught hundreds of things over the years but the big one i caught did give me a bit of a fight as well it wasn't that easy to reel in hence me thinking it was a bass or maybe a larger fish of some sort when i reeled it in and found out it was a pouting i was quite quite taken back and they like relatively clean and clear sandy or shingly sea beds uh, they don't really hang around rocks much their favorite places are your sandy shingle beaches again which is means that people fishing there beginners etc quite often catch pelting because they come into the shallow water quite well and especially when it's getting dark most good catches of pelting tend to be just as it's getting dark 
or actually in the dark. They can be mixed up with poor cod. They look very similar, but if you look carefully, the pouting is more diamond shaped than the cod. The cod tends to be a bit fatter in its look and uh, the arch of the back of the pouting is a bit higher than the cod. So that's how you tell a difference, plus that black spot um, just on their dorsal fin there. Like whiting, pouting have a newly acquired reputation as a food fish, as I said earlier. Until recently, nobody wanted to eat pouting. You'd think, oh God, you know, give it, give it to your cat if it dies, you know, if you're really in it and it dies, give it to your cat. But even my cats don't touch them. So it's a bit difficult to know what to do with these pouting. But over the recent years, um, when we start to think about sustainability, there is plenty of these pouting around the shores. And if that's the case, they do become a target for a sustainable eating fish. And there is a couple of TV chefs now promoting the humble pouting as a food fish. Even if it's for making fish cakes and things of that ilk, fish pie, etc., they can be eaten if you get a big enough one. So they are beginning to show up now on as supermarket fish counters and a lot of fishmongers will have pouting if you ask for them because they are a sustainable fish. Many of the pouting which are caught by trawlers end up being in fish meal, cat food, baits for crabbing or lobster pots etc. Big trawlers don't seem to commercially fish the pouting hence that we get quite a few of these in the spring and around the summer months around our beaches but as I say they are at their chunkiest as we speak at the moment they spawn in the spring and they're really fast growing fish in fact they reach around 15 centimeters in one year so that's quite a quite a progressive growth and they are fully grown and sexually mature at the end of their second year which means with this rapid growth making them very sustainable because they breed over and over again and they produce many many more pouting and that's why we're seeing quite a lot of them on our beaches. I mean, they've always been around. I've always caught pouting over the years, ever since I started fishing when I was about five. There's always been pouting around, but there's more and more as the years go on, as the water gets a little bit warmer as well in the summer. But they do disappear in the winter. Thank goodness we don't catch so many of them when we're looking for cod. Um, but they do make a good bait for bigger fish as well. A live bait pouting can be brilliant for bass or conger eels or even taupe. And live baited, a small pouting lowered down from the end of a pier quite often will catch a big predator like a bass. Uh, I say most of us fishermen don't like them, we don't particularly target them, but the best way to catch these is with a two hook flapper really. They're a scavenger, they like to be looking around on the seabed, so, so if you can put on a two hook rig, maybe a bit like a, a scratch rig as we call it when you're looking for flounders etc, uh, or whiting, that's when you can start picking up these pouting because they feed and they tend to get caught on similar rigs as this. If you really want to go for them and the best bait to use is lug and rag and a bit of squid, they love that and the best hook size really is size one to two on a multi-hook rig, sometimes a three hook rig can catch these as well and that's a very simple rig just come down from your shock leader add a swivel add a 30 or 40 pound trace body and go down about four inches from your swivel from the top of your 
shock leader, add a bead and a swivel and a bead to trap that swivel so that these rotate clearly around your line. A bit of 20, 20 pound adnesia is a good hook snood length and you only really want them about six to eight inches. You don't want really big snoods on these either. I would then come down a little bit further just to the bottom of where your first hook hangs down just to the top of that so they don't get tangled, add another bead and another swivel um, to let that run round and another hook snood slightly longer. So you're starting off with the top hook quite short and the next one a little bit longer and then go down from the second hook snood, go down a little bit to the end of the hook length and add another one and then I would just leave that as short as well. So you've basically got two short snoods and one long snood in the middle and then you wait at the bottom. It's a kind of rig that you're likely to catch flounders on or even sole as well in the autumn because obviously the short snoods mean that you're going to be on the bottom of the seabed and that's why we get annoyed with them because you lay a bait for a sole or a flounder or a whiting um, or a bass even and you find you pull up a pouting which is most disappointing but don't knock them they are a nice little fish to catch and if you get a few of them what a hell it's good fun uh, and they do come into shallow water at night around about sunset is the best time to catch these pouting if you really want to catch pouting that is if not you're going to catch them anyway so don't knock them and that is your species section for this week on the Rodcast, the humble pelting. Sadly, that's all we've got time for on this week's edition of the Rodcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. I hope you can go out and catch some of those pesky pouting now, or maybe not, as the case may be. We try and avoid them if you can. And don't forget, glow up. Yes, let's all get glowed up. Good luck. We're getting that reflective tape on the rod tips so in the winter and autumn we can see those bright rods shining along those beaches. Join us again next week on the Rodcast. Mm-hmm.